And you can tell they're as dry as a prune. Hallelujah. <laughs> There's no life. And there, then there are those that never pray in this spirit unless they feel something. But the Bible tells me that they were filled more than one time. And that's why the apostle said, be being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's not a one-time filling, but it's staying filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? The fire of God. So let's just uh, look at this, Acts chapter 2, and, and actually in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, Jesus told his disciples that you shall receive power or dunamis after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. He told them to go to Jerusalem and wait. Hallelujah. And they knew how to minister. They were trained by Jesus. They were sent out, healing the sick, casting out devils. They came back one time and said, oh, Jesus, the, the devils have authority. We have authority in your name. All excited about that. And Jesus said, I've seen them cast out of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Rejoice that your name's written in heaven. That's what we really need to rejoice about, that we're born again, that our citizenship is in heaven. But to make it here in the earth, and I don't know how Christians or denominations that preach against the Holy Spirit or speaking in other tongues, uh, I don't know how they live their lives without the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Operating in the supernatural power of the Lord. But uh, Acts chapter 2, it says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. It's not coming again. It's here. Hallelujah. It's here, praise the Lord. They were all with one accord in one place. Now, we need to realize that when we come into the church service, whether it's Sunday morning, Sunday night, that we need to be in one accord. And, and, and in the Greek, it means together, together. They were together, not on their own agenda, but they were there waiting on the Lord. And they didn't have any idea what was going to happen or what the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or what this is that was going to look like. But they were just in anticipation for God to do something. They were obeying Jesus. Hallelujah. They were waiting in one accord. They were in prayer. Hallelujah. They were magnifying the Lord, praising the Lord. <clears throat> and this was around sometime around 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. How many of you are in the presence of the Lord at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> And in verse 2 says, suddenly, suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all of the house where they were sitting. I don't know about you, but I'm waiting for that day to happen in church. This is, a, this is that day. Even on a Sunday morning, first service, when everybody's waking up. Hallelujah. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them divers tongues or cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it set upon each of them. It means every one of them, 120, 
in that upper room received their own gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. God didn't bypass one of them. And the Lord isn't going to bypass any of you tonight if you want it. He's interested. He's wanting you to experience all of him that there is. Glory to God. In verse 4, it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. And it goes on to say they came out of that upper room and, and, and Peter began to preach. He said, we're not drunk as you suppose, but we are all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. This is that was prophesied in way over to the book of Joel where it was prophetically spoken that in the last days that the Lord was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh and we are living in that day. Hallelujah. Closer to the coming of the Lord that, that any generation has ever been. And talking about a great outpouring of the Spirit. Hallelujah. It's going to be coming in deluge. Glory to God. Amen. Waves and waves and waves and waves of glory. Amen. Going to come. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Where some of you are going to experience God in such a, a dramatic sense that you're going to have to say, Oh God, I'm going to die if you don't stop this. Because your flesh can only handle so much of the glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He'll laugh so hard that you, your insides hurt. How many of you have ever been there? He'll dance so fast. We haven't experienced just maybe a percentage of what God's going to do. I like watching those little clips of the Old camp meetings, Kenneth Hagin. I was watching one the other day when Brother Hagin just walked down to the front. Kenneth Clopin was there, and he just began to dance. Ed Dufresne was there. Hallelujah. Billy Bram was there. They're all, I don't know how they dance like that, but the Holy Ghost got a hold of their feet. <laughs> and some of you have seen the one where the guy jumped over the pulpit, jumped in the baptistry. A lot of people say, does God make people act like that? There needs to be joy in the house of God. Joy in the house of the Lord. It's okay to get beside yourself. This is that which was prophesied by the prophet Joel. That in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. His spirit is here. He's spirit and we're flesh. You qualify. Every one of you qualify. Praise the Lord for what God wants to do. Amen. And listen, when you are baptized with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in tongues, that is what kind of the first fruits to enter into the other gifts of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Which the Bible talks about. These are drunk already on the front row. Hallelujah. Speaking in tongues. Well, there's some people that say, well, that's of the devil. Well, I'm glad I'm full of the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Thank you, Jesus.